welcome to our new Patreon special at Kenny Potter Expecto Patreona! Woo! I'm Candy Machine and I'm joined by Stig and Kenny Potter himself, Oodles. Hello. Hello. So this is a Patreon-only show, but to, just to get your one dipped in, we're releasing this one into the wild. Our first episode goes out to, fr- to everyone for free. So each episode, we're going to be talking about the films in order. So the first episode, we will be talking about the Philosopher's Stone, not the Sorcerer's Stone, Philosopher's Stone. Very interesting <laughs> point there that we'll get into. And let's just get straight into it. So Kenny Potter, tell us the story of film one, Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. So here's my quick recap. Um, basically, a guy comes down on a flying motorbike onto a street and pling, pling, he plings the lights or something like that. Or one of the other guys plings the lights with magic. And I'm like, all right, I'm in for a romp now. And then I see a Robbie Coltrane. I'm like, bang into that. Love that. And uh, he, he, drops a, he drops a baby off outside, someone's new build. I'm like, okay. And then... <laughs> the titles, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, flash up on screen. We're no, in. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It does on mine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flashes up on screen, and then we cut to a little bit later on, and um, we got a, a young man, young boy, Harry Potter, who we learn to know. Uh, young, oh, such a baby, Daniel Radcliffe. He lives under stairs, and he's just abused by his family. I'm not going to get into too much detail on my little recap, but Stig will get into that. He's abu- He's in an abusive relationship with his family, uh, ad- adopted. I think I think it's, I, I might be wrong. I don't know if it's his mum's mate or his mum's sister, but one of those. Anyway, he ends up he ends up falling into a snake tank, or his brother or his cousin or whatever falls into a snake tank, and the snake's going, that will cool, <laughs> but I'm terrified of snakes. Um, then they he gets sick of these letters coming through chimney, so they go to a, they go to a really weird island, and then Robbie Coltrane turns up. Um, what's his name? Agrid. Agrid turns up and says, "You're a wizard." No, I'm not. I'm just Harry. You're a wizard. And then he takes him off to wizard school, and they have adventures in wizard school. He meets up with Roger and Hermione, and. They have a great time. They eat loads of chocolate and frog. There's a chocolate frog that jumps out of the train um, to get to school. And, and they put the sorting hat on. Gryffindor! And they find out that they're in Gryffindor because it's four houses or something. I know that from the game. Um, then a troll. And he gets a wand up its nose. And then there's a guy with a turban on. And then this snake... <laughs> Uh, Professor Snape, Alan Rickman, he's evil. He's proper evil, and he just ate Harry Potter big style. Like, like can't stand him. Hates him. And he tries to kill him on his broom when he's playing cricket, cricket, cricket. <sighs> that one. That broom, broom, cribbage. Cribbage. If you, you can do it. If you, yeah, if you haven't worked this out, our listeners, Oodles has never seen these before. <laughs> trying to piece all this together. <laughs> cribbage. He's playing cribbage. And... Yeah, and Snape's trying to blah, 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 and ah, oh, and then Hermione flings fire at him. Oh, that stops him. And then just loads of adventures. They find out they have to get this um, philosopher's stone, even though it's called the Sorcerer's Stone on the version I watched, from um, some like John Flamel or something like that. And they have to go under the under the castle to play chess and there's keys. And it turns out, oh my god, that it's not Snape that's the baddie. It's the guy with the turban on and underneath his turban is a little baby like Quato from Total Recall and that little baby 
It's like, Harry Potter! It's Voldemort, the Dark Lord of the world. And Voldemort tries to get Harry, but Harry touches him and he melts. And it ends, and then he has to go back home. And it's sad. The end. That's it. Thanks yep. for tuning in. Yeah, that's that's it. Ten out of ten review. Yeah, that's it. That's I think I'd, I think I hit every point there. Every oh, beat. yeah, for sure. The real subtle nuances. <laughs> <laughs> right, what we're going to do now though is actually take you through the plot, take you <laughs> through the plot, and we're going to discuss the differences between the movie and the books. The books, because Candy and myself, you're the experts. Read the books, listened to the audiobooks, seen the films. Watched the plays and everything, haven't you? Mm-hmm. Wrote the theme tune, sang the theme tune. <laughs> <laughs> You're a proper witch as you two. I'm a wizard. Wizard, sorry. Yeah. Wizard. She's a witch. I am a witch. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And then we're, gonna, then we're gonna talk about what we liked about the film. And on, on future episodes, we'll be ranking them as well, which is personal favourites and stuff like that. Even the books probably rank differently to the films as well, I'm assuming. I'm assuming they probably will, but it's going to be a great Potter time and it's nice to be integrated into a new universe to me because I, I, I know nothing about this. And as you can tell on my synopsis, that was off my, off the, off my, off the cuff, off my head. Um, I didn't, I didn't use the notes for that. I, I wrote notes and on other stuff. So there you go. That's how much it meant to me. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, where do we start? Shall we start right from the beginning where they're dropping the, off it? A the young real Harry. beginning. <laughs> it all started yeah. when he was a baby. <laughs> Literally. So Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. I remember you told me off about this the other week because the Americans couldn't the pronounce Americans. philosopher. No, it's something to do with the work. They didn't know what it was. <laughs> Test screenings or like when the books came out. Hey man, what is a philosopher? <laughs> Don't like that man. I mean, it, make, it makes sense either way, but it's the philosopher's stone because that's what we, uh, that's what it was called in uh, the UK, and that's what we're going with. So uh, the film came out in two thousand and one, directed by Christopher Columbus, yeah. and starring every British character actor. Ever. You could think of. <laughs> I didn't realise how British this was. I know it's a British production mm. and it's made in Britain. Wow. This is almost like exclusively British, this this, this first one. I don't know, was... how, I don't know how, how further it goes on, but this is like Britain. That was, that was... Um, by design by uh, J.K. Yeah. Rowling. She insisted it. Right. Okay. Because I remember sense. when it first came out, everyone wanted Hayley Joel Osment to play Harry Potter. There's an outcry when he wasn't. Have you seen him nowadays? Oh, he's French shaped. I love him. French shaped. <laughs> God. Yeah, and uh, Robbie, um, Robin Williams, not Robbie Williams, Robin Williams wanted to play Hagrid. Really? Oh, I didn't know I that. Got... I kind of could have seen it. He's just not big like Robbie Coltrane. He's a big guy anyway. Even Robbie Coltrane still wore a suit. Yeah, big yeah. suit. But yeah, but I could. You could see it. I could see him doing a Hagrid. But, I could. Uh, yeah, all the cast were had to be British. So. Nice. Oh, British and Irish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so obviously it stars Daniel Radcliffe, Rupert Grint and Emma Watson as newcomers. And then a whole host of people. Robbie Coltrane, Warwick Davies, Richard Griffiths, Richard Harris, Ian Hart, uh, John Hurt, Alan Rickman, Maggie Smith, Julie Walters. <sighs> what a cast. Yeah. 
so many of them not with us anymore as well. Such a shame, yeah. like a trip down memory lane. It was such like fantastic. I was like, I was tours. watching this and like, I was like, fucking hell, Richard Harris is um, Merlin or whatever he's called. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> he's really what a good what a good pull to get like the the Edmasters, Richard Harris. I'm and but I know he died in about two thousand and four. So yeah. it's like, well, what the fuck's going to happen to Merlin? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. <laughs> Looks like Merlin, though, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's this what he's based, based mm. off, isn't it? Just a standard old wizard man. Old wizard man, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really good. Yeah, so, yeah, as we'll go through the plot, we'll, we'll talk about differences. Uh, late one night, Albus Dumbledore, and he arrives on Privet Drive, Minerva um, McGonagall is there as a cat and oh. um, basically they miss out everything from the start of the book here do they? yeah so there's a big there's a chapter at the start of the book which focuses on the Dursleys and he's wandering around while people are cheering and weird things are going off weird people in robes Fireworks setting off, owls flying around in the day. Weird things are happening. And the the Dursleys are the the the, the family that adopt Harry, aren't they? Adopt. Put they're, upon. Give, they're given. They're given <laughs> no <Harry>. choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I can, I kind of get why. I think this is a better opener. I think this is a better cold opener with just Harry arriving with Hagrid. Hagrid brings Harry on the flying motorbike, and they pass him over I like to that the motorbike. Dursleys. That's yeah. badass. I think it's a lot better than having. I think it works better for me personally. I've, re, I've just listened to the books recently, and I think it works better having um, just this as the opener. Yeah. It, it's, it's kind of it kind of is a cold open, and I like it. It's quite to the point. It reminds me of some of the openings to uh, James Bond films, where it starts really cold opening. Something happens. There's a succinct, succinct beginning, middle, and end to the opening, and then we cut forward to the actual plot. I liked it. I really did like yeah. it. Yeah. And then we literally skip ahead to, mm. so Harry's left there. Um, we obviously, we found out that Voldemort has died. Yes. Yes. And that's why everyone's celebrating in the books. But then we skip ahead to Harry. It's his 11th birthday, um, just before his 11th birthday. Sorry. Yeah. Dudley's birthday. It's Dudley's birthday. Oh, he's yeah, a dick. We, yep. And he lives, yeah, he lives under the, under the stairs. So what did you think about the fact that this kid lived <laughs> under the stairs? At first I thought, oh, he's got a den under the stairs. It's there. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't 100% convinced that was the baby I saw. Do you know what I mean? I, it took me a, a few seconds to realise, oh, yeah, that. And I know Daniel Radcliffe is Harry Potter, but it also took me a few minutes to realise that's a baby Daniel Radcliffe. I'm like, where's right. his stubble? Where's his stubble gone? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm used to seeing Daniel Radcliffe, the, the actor. And yeah. he's under the stairs, and I thought, I said, no, that's where he lives. The the fucking lock him in. Yeah. I mean, if Child yeah. Protective Services found out about that, those guys would be done. Even in two thousands, yeah. <laughs> I'm generally, <laughs> I generally don't know how they actually got away with it. I don't. Uh, I don't. <laughs> he's uh, he, yeah, because he he wears all Dudley's old clothes. He just... Are they too big for him? Mm. Yeah. Like as soon as he gets up, they're like, "Make breakfast, do this, do that." Yeah, he's like literally like a, like a house servant, and unfortunately, they did used to put house servants under stairs or in basements and stuff like. It's like, oh come on, this is awful. And 
it's a very clever way, especially because I remember it is, this is a children's film. It's a very clever way of establishing that the Dursleys are baddies. They are not people you're supposed to be rooting for. And it's very no, subtle it's... and very clever. I like it. Yeah, until I mean, it's not as subtle when uh, when uh, Dudley is like, why are there only 37 presents? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just an awful, awful little shite. He should be under stairs. Yeah. So, yeah, they head off to the zoo. Um, I'm not going to keep going too much into the book differences. like yeah. Because this film kind of sticks to the book, doesn't it? As, as best that... it can. There's a few differences, but... I think most of all of them, this one sticks to it the closest, and it would do because it's the shortest, so it's probably the easiest to do. Yeah, wow. but here um, he actually brings his friend along, and, and Harry was not meant to come with them. It's just right. the woman that was looking after them. She was ill or broke a leg or something, so they have to bring Harry along with them. Right. And they always say about how oh he um, he does things, weird things happen around Harry, and he doesn't know why. And then obviously we get the weird thing happening in the reptile house where the glass disappears. It's mad, that what the hell? And he can talk to snakes. Is that what he's doing? Mm. So that's just yeah. an example of him sort of not unknowingly sort of losing control of his magic, but not knowing that he's a wizard, he doesn't realize. So magic it's, is like it's an, coming an, from him. an inherent thing in that universe. Then, like you're born with magic, or can you study magic and become? Just like born I'm pretty with sure. It. You're like, born with what's it. What's her name? What's her, Hermione? Mentions that she's not like a wizard or something, a witch or something, and she's studied it. She's that good at no. being a human. She studied she's born, as, you, you, or is there always inherent magic in you? Are you that kind of? Is it just like yes? A, yeah, you're I born thought. with you're born with it, and eat, so even it. even people who don't have with witches and wizards as parents, yeah, yeah, yeah. like have it in them, which right, is what Hermione right. is. She's a Muggle who right, kind of okay. has the ability yeah, yeah. to do magic. They're very accepting cool. of the letters that they receive, though, aren't they? The parents, because I think Hermione at some point says, "Oh, my parents were so proud when I got my letter." Like, imagine getting a letter out of the blue, like your your son's off to a wizard school. You throw it in the yeah, bin. Yeah, through the <laughs> chimney as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you would throw it in the bin. You'd be like, "No, she's going to high school to do her GCSEs." <laughs> yeah, she's clever at school. She's gonna. Like, did did Harry Potter go to normal school? Yes. Right. Because I, I, I weren't we'll sure get, about this. We'll get into this. The, in, in a few, probably a future episodes. Right, okay. About the differences between what kids do in the wizarding world between one and 11. <laughs> they do nothing. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um, they get, they obviously, they get back from the, um, from the zoo. The proper bollock him, even though, how can you tell yep. it's him? You've done this! You've well, done this! Well, Uncle Vernon kind of, he knows about the wizards and wizards world. Both of them. Yeah, both, both of them do. Yeah. But that's why he's do, so yeah. like accepting of the letters. Not accepting, but like, oh, this is happening. Is that why he's not yeah. like more scared? That's why he knows when he when he looks at that letter when he does he knows when we what do it get is. The he knows what it is. It's because oh, Aunt Petunia right. is. It's Harry. She's Harry's aunt. Who and her sister is Harry's mum. Right. So. Okay. So they know about that world in a sense. Yes. Right. Okay. That. That that explains a lot because I was like, "Why are they just so mean to him? What's he done yeah. wrong? He's such a sweet." Well, she does explain. She does explain this in the hut. Yes, she does. She does. So yeah. So next day he wakes up. Harry gets a letter. It's his first letter from Hogwarts. Which when Uncle Vernon sees it, takes it off him, refuses to give it him. Yep. And then just more and more and more letters yep. start to arrive. Do you know what's mad? Um, when I were looking at the looking at the address, it said Privet Drive, didn't it? 
I used to yeah. live at number two Privet Drive <laughs> years ago. Did you not see how the owls come in? Didn't know about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> no one mentioned it to me. There's probably loads of Privet Drives, though, isn't there? Yeah. Um, and this kind of, yeah, this, so this kind of drives Uncle Vernon a bit nuts and he starts to barricade the door, it doesn't work. Like, I, I love the bit, it's just like, no post on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> right, do you know what you know you know you know he said that? Like, my wife said this. I've been with my wife for 11 years and she always says, the best thing about Sundays is no post on Sundays. And I never knew where that was from. And I, I looked at her and she it. went, I looked at her and she went, oh. I went, yeah, we never get bills on Sunday. And it's so... <laughs> Sunday's a like, safe day. Oh, God, that's such a... That is a line. That That is a T-shirt line, that. That's such a yeah. good moment. I love it. I just love it the way he says it. His face. Yeah. He's, he's so happy. With his, with his biscuit. No post on Sundays. Yeah. <laughs> he's obviously obviously Amazon good. Prime didn't exist back then because you still get Prime on Sundays. Imagine if you got Amazon Prime, your letter. But they're such good actors, aren't they? The, um, they're brilliant. Um, um, Petunia and um, Vernon Dursley. Mm. So good. I, I, I think so they're fantastic. Hateable. The very... The very um, uh, what's that thing? Um he's behind you what's that word at the car pantomime very yeah they are oh, yeah. yeah very commit sort of comic relief a little bit yeah I, I i love to hate them you know what i mean i like that i like that they exist in that universe but yeah, yeah that's why um vernon's trying to kind of suppress these letters he doesn't want harry to know he anything he, do, he just doesn't want any anything to do with 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 the wizarding world nothing do they fear the wizards then is that what it is, is that, well i mean don't future spoil it i think, it. Don't that, I think it. they're just kind of I think they just kind of think they're freaks, don't they? It's more like they just they don't understand yeah. the world. More, they're different to us. We don't like them. That kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Um, yeah. So then they um, obviously go off. Uh, they go again, to like of... the weirdest fucking shack in the middle of like the Scottish Sea <laughs> in the North it's Sea. Be like an Airbnb or something. It looks dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> Like it's because in the books they do go to a few different places first. Oh, do they? So that's getting, desperate. He keeps getting followed, so he thinks if he gets away to the furthest part away, there's no roads, there's no nothing. Literally looks like the center of the North Sea. <laughs> yeah, no one can come get us here. So yeah, they, they end up in this horrible little shack in the middle of the sea. Yeah, and and as Harry turns eleven, he gives himself a little dust, yeah. little dust cake on the floor. Oh, that broke my heart a little bit. That yeah. yeah. There's a, there's a big knock at the door. Yes. The door gets knocked down and in steps Rubius Hagrid. Half he giant. He is massive. I didn't think he mm-hmm. was that big at first, but he is massive. He's got like size 40 shoes. <laughs> yeah. He's massive. So, he's a, so you know he's a, he's a half giant. Yes. That's what he is. Yeah. yeah. So just imagine how that worked. Oh, who's who? <laughs> <laughs> Was his dad small? Was his mum big? Was his mum small and his dad... Oh, my God, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do I? Yeah, and this is where this is the moment where he tells Harry that he's a wizard. It's a really good, like... It's like a, it's like a really subtle trailer moment, but without it being... <sighs> trailer moment. It's, it, I, I think uh, Chris Columbus really does th- these, like, pivotal moments really well in this. He says... You're a wizard, Harry, and it's like it's so resonant. There's a little bit of a, a musical cue in the background that makes your hair stand up on ends and stuff like that. Like if you didn't know this world, like I didn't, and obviously I know it's about magic and stuff, but 
that is a moment. That that's that's a Star Wars. I am your father moment. That is a big moment. What I also really like yeah, about th- the scene is it goes from so threatening. You know, you don't know who's at the door. You hear this huge boom. Yeah. You know, the the door comes down. You see this massive menacing figure, and yeah. it takes a split second for him to like look up and be like, "Hurry, lads, how you doing?" Kind of thing. He like, picks the door up as well. Yeah, sorry about <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> He's such an oaf. He's great. Yeah. I like him a lot. I've got a lot of time for Agrid. But and you can even just like... immediately tell how warm he is. Yeah. yeah. But if yeah. you were like the, the Dursleys, you, like, you would be scared this man. He's, he's massive. And then oh, yeah. when ha- Harry informs them that oh, well, my parents died in a car crash. And that he really fuming, piss, he? Pisses, it, pisses him off. Yeah. How dare you lie to him? That kind of thing. They were heroes yeah. and stuff like that. It's like you've never told him about where he comes from. And that's yeah. the moment we find out Ampetunia's just like, of course not. Like, my sister was a freak. Why would I want to, like, to tell him <sighs> about that? Yeah. In my head, then I thought, is she jealous that she wasn't a witch? Oh, massively. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm. that's how I always put it. That's how I always thought it before, yeah. you know, try not to get into too much things. But, like, yeah. yeah, I always read it as her just being massively jealous that. Yeah, because she would. She, yeah, she got to go to this special school. She got to learn always the Padawan, never and... the Jedi, that kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's yeah, just... and she she just ended up with Vernon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So Harry just basically fucks off with Hagrid. Mm. Like he's very trusting of Hagrid, isn't he? <laughs> I think. Yeah, but when you're in that different... situation, you go with anyone. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say there's a difference true. to this. It's it's. The lesser of two evils. Do you join this man? He's got a fucking moat by the flies. <laughs> or do you stay with your absolutely horrendous cousin who you just want to fucking drown <laughs> and, and his, and his mum and dad? And I think Harry's... I mean, this is just from his personality in this film. He's quite a um, actions-before-thinking kind of, kind, of, kind of lad. He's just like, yeah, I'm up for it. Because he's had yeah. such a, he is. I mean, he I, does, I don't, I don't know if that he shows has. later in the film though. That does show later in this film yeah. with, the, with the broomsticks and stuff. Yes, yes it you, does. You really hit the nail on the head there. There throughout throughout all of the um, books, I think that's the thing. That's something that follows him around. Yeah, and it seems like I, I mean, I don't know if it's it subtly implies that that kid was beaten and stuff, and he was just absolutely maybe not physically, but beaten down mentally and just. It's like. <clears throat> When if you're in prison, say you can stay in this prison or you can come and work for me outside of prison. You're just gonna go and work for somebody else outside of prison, aren't you? You know what I mean? You're gonna do it. It's, it's fucking. I'd have gone, and they go to London. Yeah, yeah, they've never been to London before. Never been. They've been on the tube, and no. it's actually a deleted scene here they took out, which has Hagrid and Harry on the tube. <laughs> that um... big monster on the tube. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the, the funny part about it's it. Bent it's down like... like that. Big massive man sat on the tube, and everyone's just looking at him like, "What the hell?" Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not dressed normal either. You no. just wouldn't look if you were in London, would you? Just <clears throat> eyes down, just don't look. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so we go into this is this is kind of where we this is well this is the moment we venture into the actual wizarding world. We go into the leaky cauldron. Um, that pub reminds me of a pub I used to go to in Wakefield. Oh yeah, full of probably old boys and old, like, bo- old boys and just wooden floors. Yeah, <laughs> and everyone's staring. Someone at new you. comes in and everyone stares. Yeah. yeah, it's so cool. I was like, I'd I'd go there for a for a stout. Yeah, and he meets everyone, and everyone's like, Oh my god, it's Harry Potter. Yeah. So ha- Harry Potter is 
he's famous in this world. I didn't know anything about this. I, this this were a proper shock to me. Like, uh, it's kind of we're going to get into it. He, he's he's mega famous just for being who he is and what he did without realizing or having any privy to it whatsoever. And he's loaded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's fucking rich. <laughs> rich parents and yeah. T- Ten years of interest, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is... The film could have ended there and gone, and he lived happily ever after. I was like, I'm in, I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. That's a, that's, a, that's a great, like, twist. Like, if only if only his, his adopted family just accepted who he was, they'd have lived a better life as well. It's yeah. a shame. They would have... But that, I guess that's the whole point, isn't it? Like, yeah. if they just accepted him, then it yeah. would have been better for all of them. Exactly. Uh uh, you meet Professor Quirrell here. This is our first introduction of Professor Quirrell, nervous, stuttering, uh, flinching, what touch Harry. Don't know if you it, picked up on that when you first... I didn't know, but now it makes so, sense. I know why you can't touch him. Yeah. That's, so, that's crazy. But in the book, he shakes Harry's hand. Does he? Mm. Oh. So when I read that, oh, I said read, listen to it. Re- li- when Stephen Fry read it to me, <laughs> I was like, hang on, mm. that doesn't make sense. Because you know the ending. It does later on, though. There is a, you, what I a... thought about um, Professor Squirrel, or whatever. Quirrell. Quirrell. Is I just thought that is not a character I need to focus on. That is not a character I need to think about at all. It's very good how they did that. That is not even a yeah. twist. It's a bait and switch, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, they don't, that's the whole point. It's like no one was suspecting. It's just this it, nervous but... Nancy, like, oh, oh, Mary Papa. He's a bit like, um, um, uh, what's his name from um, Blackadder? You know, the, oh, the camp one. I forgot his <laughs> name. You know what I mean? Really shy. The original Blackadder? Uh, no. Uh, first series one? No, no. Uh, no. Like the latest series. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then we go into Diagon Alley, and this is kind is of that, like what's it called? That Diagon. So it, Di- it, Diagon Alley. Mm. Yeah, so as in I Diagon didn't know they Alley. were saying that. I thought they were saying diagonally. Well, that's the kind of word is that play the joke? Diagon, yeah, Di- Diagon Diagon Alley. Alley. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. I, I need to pick up on these things because, like. That is a cool street, mate. That is a cool street. <laughs> Almost everything in Potter is named in a cool way, like the streets, the teachers and everything. Like a lot of it comes from Latin and everything and like actual like figures of the past. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the whole thing's about the Philosopher's Stone, which is a, a historical thing. It's a real thing. Nicholas from Flamel, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Seems to, be the, seems to be the only high high street within the wizarding world, though. Yeah, yeah, actual high street where you can go and pick up stuff, not just like a little pub in town. And a charity shop. And a charity shop. <laughs> Wizarding a charity Greg's. shop. <laughs> Wizard Greg's. Wizard Greg's. Yeah, Wizard Poundland or Doubloonland or whatever they call it. I don't know what the currency is. But yeah, I, I, I really like this, and this is what they should do for theme parks, that bit. If only somebody had thought of that. Oh, off. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, yeah, there is, is the theme park is? And, and the studios you can walk is through. It all, it yeah, is? yeah, yeah. Because of course, it's such a cool bit, and it looks like a lot of it's not CG. This looks like really good sets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, really good sets. Like you could walk into that shop and 
there is the guy that gives you a wand. Well, I've been feel... to the studio. You've been to the studio. Is it people working and stuff? No, no, but the sets are all there that you can kind of walk. It's a shame, isn't it? Although I do have a fact about that. Um, A lot of the people that work at the Harry Potter studios, or certainly when it first opened, were people that worked on the films whilst it was being filmed there. And as soon as the films were over, they they didn't have a job. Keep your job. Yeah, they did. They just moved them into the cafe, moved them into caretaking, everything. (laughs) Badass. Yeah. Well, cool. I'd work there. Uh, yeah, this is obviously where we found out that Harry is loaded. Yeah, absolutely minted. Uh, Gringotts is obviously the Wizarding Bank run by the Goblins. They have everything there. Um, I knew about this because of the game. Yeah, it's um, one of the like as Hagrid says, it's one of the most safest places that you could. Yeah, no one, no one fucks with Gringotts. No, um, and you go on the little cart ride. Yeah, gets his gold. Then Hagrid goes and gets the Philosopher's Stone, which at the time we don't know what it is. He just he just picks something up, doesn't he? Yeah, official Hogwarts business. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, me he's proud as punch. He's proud as punching the Hagrid when he's like that. Yeah. I'm on here. I'm on official Hogwarts business. <laughs> it's like he's been <laughs> given. He's been given. He's been given that yeah. mission, hasn't he? Like this is the best mission ever, Hagrid, and I'm trusting you with this mission. And he's so proud as punch. He's so yeah happy that. Because I found out later on, he's just like a caretaker or something, isn't he? Or like a groundskeeper or something. Groundskeeper, yeah. Yeah, so he's got such a low ranking in the actual castle, but he's on a big old mission. And if you were, um, what's the name of the headmaster? If you were the headmaster, you would... Dumbledore. You would send your biggest man down there to procure that, as well as Harry. Exactly, Harry's the other mission. He's he's not not only there just getting the stone, he's getting Harry as well. And he knows he's got a fucking bike. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, his best day ever. Absolutely. So, yeah, he then sends Harry off to go get his wand and goes off to go get him. Uh, he says, I'll leave you here. I'm going to go get something, somewhere else. And he that bit, leaves that Harry. Bit, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't leave him. He's 10 year old. So in the book, another little in the book moment here, yep. he actually leaves him in the um, tailors to get his wizarding robes. And this oh. is his work. And this is where he first meets Malfoy. The um the little blonde one. Draco, mm. yeah. This is yeah. their first interaction where they're in the in they're in the shop getting measured up together. Yeah, um, and he's he he is a fucking bell end him. Yeah, but they took that out they <laughs> took that horrible. out and just and just had him like meet him in the castle. So. He's like, Oh, Potter! <laughs> you you're a smelly little twat, aren't you? <laughs> no, he tries awful. to make friends with them to begin with. He tries to get. Yes, he board, does at he? first. He doesn't like the ginger one. Don't mm. like him. You no. must be Roger. La, 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 la. Roger. <laughs> yeah. Ginger hair, yeah. hand me down robes. You're a Weasley. Roger yeah. Weasley, that's it. So yeah, the, it, it, but in this, they just went straight to the one shop. Uh, Olive. I love the one Ol- bit played by John Hurt. Yeah, yeah, and an alien doesn't come out of his chest. <laughs> No. Or a wand. Uh, <laughs> and obviously this is this is an important part of the Yeah, the, the music really. the mood changes, everything. This is this is like him picking his lightsaber and stuff. This is a massive moment. Yeah. But and it's obviously the whole point that the wand he picks is, is the twin of Voldemort's yeah. wand. Yeah, it's Voldemort. And it's like he's like curious, very str- how odd that that is the wand that 
is it killed his parents or did something to his parents? The, the, the feather, the phoenix, the feather, the phoenix yeah. where the feather came from, it gave two feathers and one yes, was in Voldemort's that's wand. It. And I love that. I fucking love that shit. That, that shit's magic to me, pun intended. I, I, I love that. Like, I thought you just went in, I like look at that one, I love that one. Because that's what I did in the game. <laughs> I just picked it because yeah. it looked cool. <laughs> yeah, no, it's already setting up the connection. Like. Yeah, it's, it's the, the, I, I don't know, but currently in my head, this seems to be. I, I mean, don't even say I'm wrong or right. I, I think Voldemort's his dad. That's how I. That's how I see it. That's how I think. I think that's what the connection is. I think that's Harry Potter's dad, and people just don't want to admit it. That's why he who shall not be named. Don't Voldemort let Harry know. Voldemort Potter. Voldemort Potter. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's 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 where my head's going anyway. But I might okay. be wrong. That's fine. I, I'm I'm quite interested to hear them. I'll try not to like when you do things like that, give anything away. That's that's but... why I think the wand was so significant. It's like that's that's why the the feather is it's it's chosen you because your dad had this as well. That kind yeah. of thing. Like there's certain when I read the books, there's certain things that I thought, oh, that's clearly that. That's clearly that. Which didn't turn out to be that, or did or did turn oh, out to be like that. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like. So it's fine. I, I re- I'm really interested to hear what you think. Like, mm-hmm. it's leading into things. I, I think that'd be really interesting. Oh, it's happening, mate. I've got them all written down. <laughs> um, Hagrid returns, gives him Hedwig. Yeah, he's uh, his owl. And... Love that. I love that for him. I love that he's got an owl. Yeah, Hedwig's great. Yeah, it's cool. And then he gets dropped off at King's Cross. He has to go to platform nine and three quarters. Which I have seen that plaque in real life. Yeah. <laughs> and I just didn't understand it. I was like, what? And now I know why people are pushing their trolleys into the wall. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've seen it so many times. I'm like, <laughs> what is going on? I knew it was related to Harry Potter because it says on the plaque. But, oh, my God. Can people see this happening? Can humans see this happening? No. Or is that the, the beauty of magic? You can just say they can't see it. Yeah, basically, they, they can't see what's going it's on. clever. I think it's clever. People said that's lazy writing. I think that's clever writing. Mm. Mm. I like it. Uh, but I do, I what I do think is a bit silly is that Hagrid didn't tell him what to do. Just no, I didn't. <laughs> just goes to platform nine three quarters. And you would think that he would notice him fucking off as well. Like, fucking 12-foot man. This little boy that was raised a human. Like, you know what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> no, I don't. And, and I, 24 hours ago... 24 hours ago, I was on the North Sea with my crazy family. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell, yeah. put some slack. Ask the conductor, doesn't he? And he's just like, what are you on about? Gets, yeah. gets a bit grumbled by. This, I, so this is very similar to the book is where he overhears the Weasleys coming and he overhears something. What I don't like in the in the film is the way that Molly Weasley just goes, Platform nine and three quarters, just this way. Like it's like the kids not. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's a line that just sticks out there. That it's it's for the audience yeah. because especially no one as there were some like older that. kids that have done it before. Yeah, they all know it. They all know <laughs> what to do. It. They've done it before. I think it would have made more sense if he'd seen them do it and then yeah. gone up to them and and said that. I just but in the book he does overhear them and then and kind of joins on. I think yeah. it's because they yeah. in so, the books so that he overhears them say muggles, doesn't he? Yeah, you, you, here's the word. I mean, he, he, they, mention, they mention muggles in the film. They say stuff about muggles. I'm sure they do. Okay. Yeah, and, no, she does and, say muggles. She goes, always full of muggles. Yeah. 
but then it was just the line of platform nine and three quarters, just this yeah. way. Like, and they're all know this. strangely ginger, like to the point where it's like, ah, silly oh. that. That's silly. <laughs> no, they're that. all they're all a ginger family. Mum and dad are both ginger. I know, but I know ginger families now, and they're, they're, they're not all candy's hair color, like dyed hair color. These these are all clearly not ginger people in real life. <laughs> maybe maybe one or two of them are, and they're just yeah. gingered them up. <laughs> <laughs> You can tell you don't proper get... ginger because they've got ginger faces. Exactly. You don't get a lot of them in this film, but what did you make of Fred and George just in that small interaction? Can you see? Who oh, were them? Them, them twins. The twins. Yeah. Um, I, I thought about them too because they're in the film a tiny bit. They seem like they're a bit baddies. Them. They seem like they're a bit mischievous, a bit naughty. They like. They've got like an ulterior motive, and and they're a bit older, aren't they? I don't know how much older they are. Two years, I think. And they just they they, they there's something about them two that I can't quite put my finger on. I don't know if they're bad, but I I think they're proper chaotic. They've got yeah. a chaotic nature to mm. them, just just from how they look at each other, and they seem to be the kind of twins that play tricks on the girlfriends, like pretend you're <laughs> me and go and kiss kiss her. They seem like them buggers, them naughty yeah. boys. <laughs> well, they, they do that with the mum, don't they? That's, that's yeah. the joke. They, they trick them. It's just like, you can't even tell us apart. And he's like, only joking, I am Fred. And then runs off. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I'm I all right with them. I, I, I just, they're people in real life, I'd be like, I'd keep, I'm keeping you at arm's length because I don't know if I fucking trust you yet. <laughs> that's why. But I'm that kind of, I'm, I'm quite pragmatic with stuff. Like I'm like... Yo, yeah, there's too much character. There's a lot of character development in such small amount of time with them two. There's something there. They're coming back. Yeah, right. So we'll move on. Um, uh, we obviously Harry gets through onto through to the platform. We have the big reveal of the Hogwarts Express, and the mum is really nice to Harry. Did you enjoy? Yeah, mom? she is. She's yeah. lovely to him, and I I think it she doesn't know who he is from, either. At that yeah, point, yeah, she doesn't know who he is, and when they, when they find out. Because is he like the most famous wizard in the world? Would you say? Well, second probably to Voldemort. <laughs> to his dad, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like the guy who stopped the evil. Like, it's basically, it's like the guy who stopped Darth Vader. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's the, the equivalent. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. yeah. It makes sense. He he would be he would be a folk hero at the very minimum. Yeah, exactly. Regardless. I mean, he hadn't, didn't know anything about it. It just yeah, yeah. happened to be. What happened? I, I like it. Him. I didn't. I didn't know this. 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 Um. Story had that kind of um subplot to it. I didn't know it had a messiah like subplot to it or anything like that. It's really cool. Mm. Classic. So, classic literature in it in a good way. Yeah. So then we obviously we jump onto the Hogwarts Express. Ron joins Harry in the in the Ron. Um... Fucking Ron. <laughs> Ron. <laughs> I could call him Rog. Rog. Ron joins him in the. his brother <laughs> called Roger or something. No, no, no. <laughs> Fucking... Because it's thingy, isn't it? Um, Rupert Grint. Rupert Grint, yeah. Roger. That... <laughs> Ron, Ron, Ron. And he's he's a right mucky little fucker, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Harry, Harry selfishly buys the whole cart of oh, sweets. D- d- no, no, no. Back off, back off. That's a baller move. He's newly rich, and he's like, you know what? Fuck everyone else. I've had nothing in my life. He's, he's, he's doing his he's doing his Andrew Tate moment. He's he's being the alpha. He's doing it. He's bought the whole thing. 
And, and then he's like, bloody hell, Harry. And, <laughs> and I, like I like it. I like this train bit. But he gives, he's not selfish though, really, is it? Because he gives Ron all that. Yeah. And frogs and stuff. And and I, I reckon he probably, off camera, he probably went around the train and went, here, I bought all your sweets. Because he seems like a nice guy. Yeah. Um. If so you're in that, move. in that situation, would you eat a chocolate frog that moved like that? No. Mm. No, I find it sentient. It, I think I would. I think I would. I don't care. Imagine if they screamed as well. I don't eat well. meat. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> oh, I don't eat meat, so I'm not going to eat a chocolate version, uh, a living. But it's just enchanted, isn't it? It's not real. It is enchanted, but it looks, the fact that it looks so real. And it climbs and up, noise. It climbs up the window and flies out and goes, <laughs> and Yeah, it's like, oh, shame so that. Cool. And I'm watching that with my kids that way, and they were pissing themselves. I'm like, this is actual, again, pun intended, magic. This is, I why didn't I watch them when they came out? <laughs> They're in perfect age. Gets his card of Dumbledore. That's kind of like yes. the first instance of the Pokemon showing, cards. Yeah, that pictures move. They don't stay there. I, I like do. that line. It's like, well, you can't I expect him to stay around all day, can you? Like to yeah. Ron, it's just normal. It's nothing. Yeah. Harry's like, whoa, he's gone. And then Ron's like, well, she's not going to stay there all day, is he? <laughs> yeah. The, the walk off frame and stuff like that is so fucking cool. And that's yeah. all the way through the film in the background. You can yeah. see him doing stupid things and hanging out of the, the paintings and picking stuff up and just doing fucking yeah, things. Yeah, between them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. And then this is where we first meet Hermione. She's help, trying to find Neville's frog, Toad. Yep. And she's like, oh, you do magic? Let's see some then. And this is where you get like, she's a bit, you know what I mean? She's a bit She a reminds swat, me, she's, she's a swat. Yeah, she's a spoff or whatever you want to call it. Wherever you come from in the country, there's a word for someone that's very academically um, forward, but socially mm. challenged. You know what like I mean? She's just, yeah, it's just like the way she's just like, oh, let's see, you do magic then. I've been reading about magic. I can do this. There is, a, there is, a, there, and I know, I know, I talk about class a lot, but there is a, an obvious dynamic with this now as well because you've got Ron who's low, cl lower class. You've got Hermione that seems to be middle class, and then Harry Potter's new money. Mm. And it, there's a really good like dichotomy of people. Like we can still be mates regardless of what we are. And yeah, she's she's such a brat, but. She, there's no malice in her whatsoever. She's not meaning no, to be like. She she's ten mean. years old. Not to mention, she's only been allowed to because you're not allowed to do magic outside of school before you're of age. So she's never so been she, able to actually see it. Yeah, she's had a wand for about. She's been allowed to use a wand for about an hour, depending yeah. on how long they've been <laughs> yeah. on the train. So she she she's she's read up about it all. Like she's obviously the theory behind it all. Like she's just yeah. She's so probably read smart. every book going. Yeah, although the little line of, you know, you've got dirt on your nose, don't you? As she walks away. Yeah. yeah. He was bugging me right. the whole way through. I'm like, he's got, he's got muck on his nose and Harry's not like, let me just get that for you, pal. Licking his bum, you know what I mean? I would have done. Yeah. Like, if my mates have got bogus, I'm like, let me just get that for you, pal. Get that bogey oh. from you and flick it away. No, don't eat it, candy. Don't eat it. Just flick it away. That's what you do when someone's got sleep in their eye. Just come here, come here. Yeah. Um, they get to the train station. Hagrid takes him off into the boat. This is the first time you get so to see Hagrid the castle. So does Hagrid drive on his bike then? He must have done. He must have followed train on his bike. It's, who knows? I don't think that's not, that's not actually addressed, is it? He must have done, because why wouldn't he have stayed with Harry to get to... And he, he came on a bike, so yeah. he's not going to leave. Yeah, him, he, must have gone, he must have gone on the bike. Because yeah, I love that. That's my favourite thing. <laughs> I love it. Um, there are other ways of getting around, but I think he probably did go on his bike, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... 
I mean, you've played the game, so maybe the yes. reveal of the castle isn't that. It's better in the film. Big and special, or is it? Yeah, did you? I like think it's the better reveal? because it does a really good panning shot and the music. Because let me just set the fucking music in. This is insane. And I think that's the first time wow. you hear that proper Harry Potter theme, isn't it? When in the full, castles are in full, yeah. yeah, you hear yeah. it in full, and and then it's got a reprise as well throughout the whole film. It's like a little subtle, gentler version of the, and it's such a good. Is it John Williams? Yeah, yeah. Because that's, and this is gonna piss people off. I think it's better than Star Wars theme. I think it's such I a think good. I think it's certainly on par. Yeah. I think, I, not all of John Williams' Star Wars theme. I mean, the main one. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I think it's got such a good. It, it's got a good through line in because it's a bit more modern than Star Wars. Where you got reprises, you've got interludes of the actual. I'd love to hear this. An orchestra, you know what I mean. I'd love to. Oh, I've that. heard it; it's great. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. it's. Have you listened to the actual? Listen to the song. It's called Hedwig, Hedwig's. Song. I have. I have done. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking stunning because it goes I, up and down throughout that whole. It does. Piece. And that's what I mean. We've got. It's got a nice reprise. It's got a nice differences and interlude, and it's just such a more modern piece, but it still sounds medieval, magical. And when that the panning shot of the first bit of um, the castle. And you think, nah, we're in. This is it. Nothing's ever... Because all I kept thinking in my head was, nothing is ever going to be the same for Harry Potter. This is the beginning of the rest of his life. Yeah. And I think it's the music that goes with that. I were a bit choked up. I'm not going to lie. I was like, fucking hell. Yeah, it's a good moment for sure. Yeah, I don't know this world like you guys know. So I bet you guys, if you've read the book before you went to see it, I bet this was fucking mega. But it was huge. But it's beautiful. And the castle's... It's in the dark, isn't it? It's a bit... Oh, it's just really... Mm-hmm. And it's floating candles and... Oh, and it, 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 again, I'm going to say it again. It's magical. Yeah. <laughs> What's, really that's is. what it is, isn't it? It really is. Um, yeah, this is obviously... They get to the castle. This is our first introduction to uh, Malfoy. Yeah. Oh. And his cronies, Crab and Goyle. Oh, they've got names. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is Crab and this is Goyle. Oh, right. I didn't, I they're, didn't probably horrib- they're probably like horrible names as well, aren't they? They're, they look they're, they're pro- way older than the, the others. <laughs> and our intro to McGonagall as well, who is mm, a fearsome yeah. woman. Love her. Big into it. Maggie Smith. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bang, bang into her. I hope she stays in it. The way they shoot the bit where uh, Neville loses it, or if he finds his toad and he just looks up at McGonagall and she's just Is that what he's called, down. Neville? The Neville, guy with yeah. the toad? Yeah. He is a right doofus, him. He is an oh, absolute he's doofus. Big, yeah, big doofus. What a guy, what a guy. He, 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 he's like, oh, that, that, don't get rid of him. I hope he stays in it, just being an absolute doofus for a row. <laughs> he's Jar Jar Binks of Harry Potter, him. <laughs> he's brilliant. <laughs> Oh, laughing my tits off at him. He's funny. I like him. What's he called again? Neville Longbottom. <laughs> Neville Longbottom. Yes. I stan Neville Longbottom. This is. I'm putting it out there right now. I stan him big style. He's my boy. He's my boy. Love him. Oh, well, you'd be disappointed to know that some crucial scenes in this where with Neville were taken out. Why would you ever take anything out of Neville? I want a film about Neville just on his own. <laughs> yeah. He's a great Neville- guy. You love him. But that said, this is not spoiling anything. He was given a scene that he was not in in one of the other films. Like he did something another character did in one of the other oh, films. Oh, so he does come back. Yes. yes. <laughs> Minor spoiler <laughs> there. Uh, yeah, we got into the Great Hall. We see the Bewitched ceiling, which I always thought was really cool. Like it's meant to look out like the outside. 
yeah. taken. Yeah, cool. Um, those candles as well. There was all proper candles hanging and. Mother. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, there was got, an issue I've, I've, to start with. I think originally they tried to use, if I remember this right, I could be wrong, but something to do about them trying to use real candles to start with, and they couldn't, so they're all LEDs, fake, fake candles, but they're, they're actually hanging. They're not. It's not CGI. It's like actual hanging. Yeah, because you can you, you can have that um, thingy wire, can't you? That's invisible yeah. to the naked eye. That's mm. cool. And I tell you what, the feasts and stuff like that. Wow. Mm. Another another fact on the feasts. They had to work with that sick because there's so much food. Yeah. Rather than using fake food, it was all real, but it was left there for like over the course of like three days. So oh god! They had to work around like like stinky, dry, like warm. I noticed hot food. some. I, I read some stuff down as well. I noticed there was a there was um, a key lime pie hidden behind one of the uh, the troughs that looked like grape juice, but supposedly wine. Or I don't know what fucking wizards drink. There was. A really big pile of chips. I was like, "Yes, they love chips." No, so candy, candy's <laughs> fucked. Maybe there was no chips pizza. Are nice. There was no There's pizza. Everything I, I, I would be like Ron. Like Ron, when when the food appears, Ron is the just burgers like, oh, and no, everything, no, 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 weren't no. they? Yeah, I was so chicken because I thought, the what the, I thought we were gonna get a like um, a Temple of Doom scenario where wizards eat fucking horrible things like monkey brains and stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but no, no, they just have proper cracking. British food, yeah. like, and they were like Yorkshire puddings and everything, and roast taties. It was so good. <laughs> this, is where, this is where we get the sorting hat scene as well. Um, Great moment. We get uh, this introduced to Dumbledore as well as he welcomes everyone to the, to the castle. Uh, two things, well, two things that missed out here is the sorting hat does a poem or a okay. song, which is missed out. And also, there's a Hogwarts song. Oh, I hate it. It's it's awful. A Hogwarts but, song? Yeah, that they missed out. And the Hogwarts like a school song is, theme. A school song. It's like Hogwarts, Hogwarts, Hoggy, Hoggy, Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah. Oh. But there's no tune to it. And the whole point is that anyone can sing it anywhere they want. As long as you know so, the lyrics. Yeah. So the whole <laughs> hall is just singing it. In it, horrendous it, And ways. Fred and George just sing it as a long funeral march. <laughs> Oh, and, and literally, they have to wait until Fred and George finish before they can actually crack on with the hot sock, like the ceremony. Oh, I'm glad they <laughs> cut that out because that's just fucking yeah. silly. Uh, yeah, it's an awful song. Uh, yeah, mm. with the so, so Salt and Hat, um, for some reason, I, I know why they do it in the film. They don't, obviously don't go um, alphabetical order, they just throw the main characters in there. Yeah, because quicker, uh, Herm- isn't it? Yeah, Hermione, Ron, Gryffindor, obviously. Uh, Draco Slytherin before he even touches his head. It's so good. He just goes, Slytherin! Yeah. So <laughs> like, not even touch his head. And his and... fucking little grin, the little prick, is like, I bloody knew it. I knew it. Oh, God, I bet he comes from a right fucking asshole family. Absolute mm. assholes. Ate did you not? Did you not? Ca- did you catch the line by Ron where he said that every bad wizard ever was in, yeah. was in from Slytherin? Yeah, he did. Because yeah. this is what, like, I in the game, I was picked Slytherin. And the only reason I actually went with it, because I'm terrified of snakes in real life. Because you're a baddie. Only, it's my only fear. And I find out that from Stig, like, oh, you're in the baddie one now. You're in the baddie one now. <laughs> but in the game, it's like, it doesn't seem to be, I know it's set like 100 years in the past, but it doesn't seem like to be a baddie one. But I, I get that, I get why people would be reserved. Because with people like um, Mal- Malfoy, 
why why on earth would you want to be anywhere near him in his common room? Why on earth? Mm. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking rotter. Yep. I think, it's, <sighs> I mean, it's not like all the bad people go to Slytherin, but the people that go to Slytherin value more selfish power. means of getting power and more selfish means of getting the job done. They can be quite sort of, I think, yeah. quite calculating without thinking And they don't about. like muggles. No, that's not a prerequisite to getting into Slytherin, but a lot of them don't. Yeah, they don't like yeah. them. Yeah, I mean, that's that's obviously what Candy just touched on about, like, the, the power that tends to come with being Slytherin is why the sorting hat's like, are you sure you don't want to go to Slytherin? Yeah, this, is, this ha- is why I think, that's why I think, um, I, I could be wrong, I, I, I think Voldemort was in Slytherin, and that's why I think he wanted Harry to be in, because it's just like your dad, Harry, Slytherin, just like Papa Valdi, you know what I mean? And he's like, he didn't want it. He didn't want it at all, did he? It's like, no, no. please, please, no, please, no. Because I think that's just because of Malfoy. <laughs> I don't want to be near him. <laughs> well, obviously, in the book, that's all in Harry's head, but you can't do that. I, I so assume that. You yeah. have him sat there going, not Slytherin, not Slytherin. It's like, isn't yeah. that really, really loud? Because no one else can, No one else knows he's saying that. No one else knows no. he's saying that. I, I assume that, but yeah. the hat's cool. The hat is cool. Mm. I, I think like at that Who's... moment as well, and it's. Try not to skip ahead, but from that moment, choosing Gryffindor over Slytherin, Harry chooses his fate. Yes, and you'll get to that. Yep. And, and it was on about bravery and um, and 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 which it suits Harry's what I know about Harry's personality now, currently. Like he is a actions before thoughts kind of guy. Like there was the other one, the Ravenclaw. They seem like the academics, the proper like bookworms, and the um. The Badger one, what's that one? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Uh, Hufflepuff. They just seem like they, they just want to party. Just, <laughs> I mean, they're, they're, they want to eat and party. They like the, so, they're like the kind kind of... Stoners. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that, that's because that's why everyone's like, well, like a lot of people say, well, why is Hermione not in Ravenclaw because of her... It makes more sense. I thought she would have been. Because they're still mixed the hat... classes, don't they? They're still mixed yeah, classes. The regardless. hat knows. The, the whole point is the hat knows the potential within somebody and yes like you know we get that with wise now neville would you class him as brave no you probably class him you called him a doofus he's kind he's, he's more of a hufflepuff he's still, surely he's still my boy though he's still my boy but <laughs> the end of the film the hat sees something in him yeah exactly and we see that at the end of the oh film. and he gets the points doesn't he at the end that's why he's my boy yeah my boy neville i'm rooting for neville love that guy Right, so from this point, they uh, they have the feast, and then they're sent off to their dormitories. Uh, we yep. get to go into the Gryffindor Tower for the first time. Tower cool. Uh, yep. And then... Don French? Don French is there? No, it's not Don French. I thought it's Don it French, isn't it? It is eventually, but I think it's Mrs. Bouquet, isn't it? I, no, I literally sat when my wife went, it's Don French, look. I'm it's like, not oh, Don French. Your wife is wrong. I'll let you know, I'll let you know a little secret. It turns into dark. Oh, that's why she said it. She future spoiled me. She future spoiled me. How dare she? Elizabeth, yeah, Elizabeth Spriggs is the fat lady. Oh, so she's just down. she's been in a lot of things like Midsummer Murders and Poro and things like that. So she becomes darn French then, yeah. That's why my wife got it wrong. Bless her. She tries because she knows yeah. that she knows my mission now. She's she's not trying to spoil it from me. But I went. I was still writing notes at that little bit. So I'd looked up and I'm like, oh, what's it? Yeah. <laughs> she, knows so I li- she knows I really like Don French. Mm. So I think Harry has a little moment here, doesn't he? Like, um, like he's like you can see how happy he is to be here. And then we kind of go. He's into got a comfy the next... bed. 
Yeah, four post of bed. <laughs> An actual bed. This is another thing as well. So I don't know how it works. It's magic. I know that. There don't seem to be many people in these in these dormitories. I was just so many multiple levels for different years that we just don't see them. Is that how, we, is that how we're led to believe? It's just, you don't really see them. You just, you, just, you, magic, you, just you just follow. We're focusing on the main yeah. guys, aren't we? I'm, I'm cool with yeah. that. I don't, it doesn't take me out of the thing. I was just like, hang on, how many people are in this year? But it doesn't matter, does it? It's not even the year. It's like the whole house. Mm. Yeah. The whole house like, has like, it, common room. If every student was in that hall then from that secondary school, which it, it technically is a secondary school, like a high school or a college, there's not many people that go there. If that was the whole school in that hall. Yeah, everyone yeah, in that cool. hall, that's the whole school. It's not. It's not as many. It's not. There was more in my high school. I can tell you that much. Yeah. A lot. I more. think that's the whole point. Is that the, the wizarding world isn't actually that big because yeah. not everyone's born with it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's it's very close. I, I like that because I, I kept seeing as I'm watching it. I made notes of it. I kept seeing this one guy just never spoke in the whole thing, but he was just all. He was a Gryffindor guy because he had the red on. And he was always coming past and always behind him in class or near him in class. And he was just talking, not not talking, but like that that. And you start to recognise face, and I, I like that about it. You feel like you're part of that that class. You're definitely yeah, following do, Gryffindor in my head. They do keep a lot of the extras that don't really that are yeah behind them throughout the series. You get used you do, to them. You get used to them. seeing yeah. them. It's really I, I kind of like that about. It. I was like, oh yeah, he's there again. He's there again. Because at first I was like, watch him. He's <laughs> just a guy in background. I don't know. He, I don't even have a name as I watch him. He'll come back, and he kept coming back. He's just in the background. <laughs> yeah, and um, I can't exactly, if I'm being honest, remember the the um timeline of the lessons. But we do have we have obviously a transfiguration lesson with yep. McGonagall. Um, a potions she, one. We have a potions one, which is where we kind of first meet. Snip. We've missed a bit he, as well. An important bit of the um of the first dinner is when he looks at Snape and Snape looks at him. Is oh him. yes, yes he does. Yeah, yeah he goes ah yeah because he's a baddie. When he looks at when he looks at Snape and Snape, yeah. and Snape is a horrible bastard in the potions. He's horrible in Mr. Potter, celebrity or whatever. Yeah, I love Alan Rickman so Mal- fucking much. Malfoy sat there with a little grin on his face. Yeah, but he doesn't seem like he likes him either. <laughs> it doesn't seem like he likes any kids whatsoever. Oh, he doesn't like kids at all. <laughs> but yeah, it's he, like he's, he purposely wants to show Harry up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like he ignores Hermione because she knows the answers. Because she knows the answers to everything. Yeah, he, she's putting her hand up, sir, sir, and he's like, anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He's brilliant, but he is. He plays a baddie really well, and he's just a nasty piece of work. I thought mm-hmm. he was the big bad me. I mean, and he might then, still be. He might still be. Yeah, we have. We start with our broomsticks lesson, flying lessons, and Harry takes to it like a duck to water. Yeah, it's in his blood. It's in <laughs> your oh, blood. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's really good, isn't he, on the brooms? Yes. So, um, Neville, doofus Neville, I love him. Himself, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> gets himself injured again. Drops his drops his remember all. Um, yeah. And uh, Malfoy nicks off with it, and Harry chases him. Because he, he thinks th- before he, he acts before he thinks. Yep. Uh, Malfoy throws the remember all. Harry catches it in front of McGonagall's office, and she's like, and "Oh, then, yeah." And I hate this moment in the film. 
when he lands and all the little kids run up to him and they're all like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh. There's it's, actually it's moments like that in this So in year, se- in year seven, I scored the winning penalty in our inter-tutor football competition and all the kids ran at me like that. And then <laughs> it gave me so much nostalgia. So don't say you hate that. It's a beautiful moment. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so much. It's so cringe. Kids are cringe, mate. They will cheer or beat anyone up. <laughs> They're horrible creatures. I'm with Snape. I'm on his side. <laughs> fuck him. Fuck him all. Apart from Neville. He's my boy. You're my boy, Neville. Yeah, so McGonagall comes, this. takes Harry away, um, and goes and gets Oliver Wood, and she says, I found you a seeker. And is he the captain of the cribbage thing? Cribbage. <laughs> is he the captain? Yes. I'm never, I'm never going to laugh when you say something wrong. <laughs> it's all right. I'm, I'm, it's fine. Quidditch. I like in the books Qu- that when Quidditch. McGonagall sees him, he Quidditch. thinks he's in for a right bollocking, and she drags him off, and she says she's looking yeah. for wood, <laughs> looking yeah. for wood like he's about to get she beaten. Said, I were laughing. At, I were laughing. I'm like, oh, she's like a nun. Oh, she's an old school nun. This one, she's gonna whack him with a reed yeah. stick or something. But no. She she mentions that he's the youngest um, position or whatever they've got in that. In that youngest spot. seeker in. That's it. Yeah, Ron says you're the youngest seeker in Hogwarts since for a hundred yeah. years. For for yeah, for, for a long, long time. Because yeah. I don't know this spot because it's not in the game. <laughs> at all. It will be in DLC though, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. Um, interesting. Like again, in the books, first years aren't allowed to have their own broom or. Take part in yeah. Quidditch. So McGonagall yeah, bends you... the rules a little bit to get Harry on the team. I wondered, like, because she was making in the film, she was making such a big deal of we don't normally do this kind of things. You know what I mean? So I wondered if there mm. was some like background to it, like, yeah, you're not old enough yet, that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. They could have cl- they could have literally done a line of dialogue that had just filled that out for me. Don't know why they cut that out. After Ron's mentioned about him being youngest seeker and everything, the staircase changes and changes path for them. Yes. So yes, this is what ends up putting them on the third floor, where the students yes. are forbidden to Better go. Plot. Yeah, which we forgot to mention. And sorry that Dumbledore said that. Yeah. yeah. No one's allowed to go on the third Don't floor. Go. Yeah. yeah, and they no discover the three-headed dog named Fluffy. Yeah, that surprised me. Like this is a, this is a school, right? With children, and they've got a Cerberus <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> but he's protecting oh, something. Yeah, and that's exactly what um, Hermione mentions, doesn't she? Yeah. Like, he's, he's a guard dog, literally. Like, in every facet of the word, he is a guard dog. He's guarding something. Because the, the, the look, and he's like, he's got, he's, he's like laid on top of like a panel or a door or something. Like a, yeah. Yeah. So uh, in the book, and then Neville, just, is, and then, Neville is then, with them. At this point, oh, is it? Neville's oh, also see what there. I mean? More Neville had been better in this film, but yeah. Um, then, then, then it's like it forgets that little bit, and then it goes on to we'll go into Quidditch. It's like yeah, that bit just happens. You know what I mean? It's but that's what these this film does really well. It inserts little nuggets of plot in between set pieces in a really good way. The yeah. pace is bang on. What actually sets them there in the book is that Malfoy tricks them into a midnight duel. So, do you mean like, jewel, Mal- like a, a magic jewel, like a, like a magic, yeah, like a, a jewel between two yeah, people, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's why Neville's there because he goes to try and tell them 
to try and stop it or like because they're sneaking out of bed at night and you're not allowed to. And so that's where that's how they end up there by mistake. They run, they have, right. Malfoy rather than them. the stairs just plot. Yeah, t- <laughs> the plot told them, yeah, <laughs> told them, told the teacher. So they have to run and they find the the, the way there by mistake rather than the actual castle just taking there is, them to there the is, third floor. <laughs> yeah, there is an off off the collar like discussion when they first enter the school that the castle changes a lot. It, uh, it changes uh, things revealed to you what they need to be and stairs. You can see the fucking stairs moving all the time while people are on them. Yeah, I'd be pissing annoying that, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm late for class. Oh, for fuck's sake! And it just starts moving because you fall off that stairs, you're dead. That's a tall building. <laughs> That's a big old building. Um, right, and then I think Quidditch. this is no Quidditch comes next. So what Does happens it? now is we have the charms class with the uh, yes. Guardian Leviosa. Not well, what did she say? Not Leviosa. It's not Leviosa. Leviosa. I wrote that yeah. down. <laughs> I liked her from that moment. I was like, oh, I'm banging to her now. She's brilliant. Yeah, Dean and Thomas as... blows himself up for the second time in the film. Yeah, that's him. That's the guy, Dean Thomas. This kid, this little Seamus Irish that... kid. It's a is little it Irish kid. It is Seamus. You're right, Seamus. Yeah. Whatever, whoever it is, is a little Irish kid, and he's like. Oh, top of the morning is one of them. And he's always <laughs> blowing himself up. Unintentional pyromaniac. Yeah. He's not as good as Neville, but he's there. He's close. I like him. I'd be mates with him, but I'm all, I'm all about Neville, me. I'm all about Neville. Yeah. See, he's, he's one of those characters that throws random lines in that like try and help expand the world, where he says, oh, my ma's a wizard. My, my dad's a, like a, yeah. a muggle. And it's just there for yeah. you, the audience, to understand these terms. And there's like people that are yeah. half and half. There's People that are pure blood, and, and they've got slurs that... and stuff, haven't they? About them, yeah, you'll find like that actual out later. slurs, yeah, so yeah. But oh, then Ron, awful. because he's taking the piss out of Hermione, like as she walks out, she hears him, and she ends up going off and crying in the girls' bathroom for the rest of the day. But it happens troll! to be, but the troll is released into the dungeons, and they go back and rescue her. We have a little set nice. piece with them fighting a troll in the bathroom. I've got to say, every set piece in this film is fantastic. Really well done. Proper yeah. Chris Columbus stuff. The troll's brilliant. CGI is a bit ropey nowadays, yeah. but I bet when you first watched it, it's like, and he gets a fucking wand up his nose. <laughs> yeah. cool. That's all in the book. That's all in the book as well. Like that, it's that, so cool. That set piece is pretty much but word for word. I know, it, I know it kind of explains it later on, but I was like, why the fuck is a troll running loose? But it gets explained. Yeah. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, I think this is where at this point because it does say in the book at this point Hermione it's like that's the moment where they become friends like yes like at that moment they're inseparable they're inseparable like yeah so they start studying together and stuff yeah and hanging yeah. uh and then we have yeah this is the Quidditch match so because love this bit I love it so much so this is the the first Quidditch match uh Harry comes out and does all like seeker shit and we see like the other the other lot doing their things the it doesn't the quaffle, do it doesn't go very well and... at telling me what's actually happening in this spot <laughs> no so i mean they do have that little bit with wood earlier where he tries to explain the rules yeah, slightly you've got to get you've got to get the gold flying one yeah so that and you just win anyway no matter what points you're on you just win anyway <laughs> don't make any sense the whole spot makes no sense <laughs> you could be you, what did he say like 100 100 points or something get 150 like points mm. But what if you so, what if you've got 151 points just by playing the game? Do they still win if they pick it up? They're losing. I don't understand. 
So yeah, if you if you were like if you get ten points for scoring a goal with the quaffle yep. in the hoops, if yep. you then um if you were got 170 points and the other team had zero for whatever reason and they caught yep. the snitch, they would They'd still win. lose. Oh, because it's only 150 points. Yeah. So it only makes a difference because you don't have massively high scoring games like that anyway. Oh well you do though. The games can go on forever. Do you know what it reminded me of? One uh, game Aussie went on for three football. months. It reminded me of Aussie... Three months? Yeah. <laughs> Aussie Rules Football, it reminded me of that because it's got three posts as well. Have you ever yeah. watched that Aussie Rules? I'm like, this is mental. But it's brutal, isn't it? Like, they're on the yeah. brooms, which the don't look comfortable or safe to start with, and they're just whacking mm-hmm. each other off these brooms. Yeah. And, like, One of them's when, got a, a, like, a kosh. When got Wood actually fall, falls onto the ground, he, he probably he proper goes, it. yeah. He probably they dumps have to, they have on the to, floor. Like, yeah, they have to send him to infirmary or whatever. It's so yeah. much... He's it, away. It's He's way first, yeah, it's way faster and way more fun than it is in the books, to be fair. They don't really talk about just how, like you said, how brutal it is. And it's they, like it seems super, like anything it's goes super rugby. as well. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It is a full contact sport, though, isn't it? Yeah. There's no, yeah. like, you don't get penalties. They don't seem to be a fucking referee. <laughs> it's just... Well, there is. They, just, they don't really seem to do a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> I like it, though. I, I, I could see... Like a spin-off film of just being about um, Quid- Quidditch. I have to think about it when I say it. His name's shit, boy. Yeah, and uh, th- this moment is where Harry's broom gets out of control and he's flying around and it's going and nuts. And Snape's... Snape's... They think Snape's doing the incantation on it and so Hermione yeah. runs across, sets him on fire. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much the same in the in the book. Um, she uses yeah. a different type of fire, but it does, fire's fire. Fire's fire. Yeah, and then Harry sees the, the the snitch and he catches it, but catches it with his mouth. Yeah, I didn't expect that. So it's <laughs> cool. I, I, I just didn't. I I do not like the acting in this bit. It's a bit like it's, yeah. I, like if you caught it in your mouth, you just be like and spit it out when you you won't be like. I mean, if it was kind of yeah. wedged down your throat, you might. What if it's flying like, about wedged down your throat? If it's wedged down your throat, you'd be like. You'd be whacking your. Yeah, you, but he's kind of. Is, like is a, it flying about in his cheek? So you don't know. <laughs> could be going. Yeah, could, yeah, it could yeah. be like a little wasp in his mouth. <laughs> yeah, I like it though. And kids were laughing. Everyone in everyone in living room when we were watching. We were all having a great time. Yeah, it was, it, it was good. So that ends that. Harry's the hero, and then the next scene we see is them talking to Hagrid about Snape being the one to, that was trying to get him off the. Broom. It was seen. It was seen doing it. Yeah, and Hagrid's like, no, he wouldn't do that. Professor Snips won't help him protect the Philosopher's Stone. And that's... And he goes, what? Yeah, everyone goes, what? Yeah, shouldn't have said that. And I was like, not the Sorcerer's Stone. (laughs) Not the Philosopher's (laughs) Stone. Because that's what the title was called on my version. (laughs) Um, And... No, no... I'm getting a bit mixed up here. You don't mind I? if you mix it up because these are just plot beats, aren't they? I don't mind if you mix it up. Because they go and, because this is no, this is the point where they find out about Nicholas Flamel. Flamel, yeah, because because um, the read and then it. it's when they go, yeah, and then when they, yeah, so this is the point where they find out about Nicholas Flamel, sorry, yep. and, and what Fluffy and Fluffy's guarding something and that's the it. potion, and, and then drops and that in sets it. them off to go look out for who Flamel is. And then Hermione says, well, over Christmas, check the restricted yep. section of the library. 
Yes. Yeah. And then we have Christmas and Harry, like the first time ever gets Christmas presents. Oh, I love that. I love that. He gets a fucking really overpowered item. He gets a cloak that makes him invisible. And I'm like, yeah. whoa, that's end game shit. That. that is proper like, this is it. I'm done. I'm, there's nothing's going to stop me. That is such a powerful item. I'm like, jeez, you can't just get some... Who gives it in? It just, I, it just turns up. I thought it was Ron's mum. I was like, you guys are being so fucking quiet. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> that is like, that is like a fucking... That's like the ultimate thing. It's a fucking cloak that makes you completely invisible. A pa- oh, he does. He does. Do- uh, some point in the film, he does sneak in and he sees um, Snape with the turban guy, and Snape Brilliant. almost, he almost sees them, doesn't he? Almost mm. oh, senses them. Yeah. Oh, it's so good this film. Sorry, it's a variant lead, but it's really good. <laughs> it's really fucking good. So we're at this point. Um... I know, I know, I know. I don't know if it's this bit, but I know that when they go to Agrid, he's having a dragon. I don't believe that in the book Harry sees Snape with Quirrell. All oh, right. From what I remember, it's as Harry's getting away, so he's in the restricted ex- section, and he yeah, gets chased. That's out, how they find about Flamel, and he gets chased out by um, no Hermione figures that out. Um, he oh, gets is chased it chased out by um, what's his face and Mrs. Norris? Um, the, the, the caretaker. Filch, yeah. Is he actually called Filch? That's a sex act. No, that's Felch. No, that, that's Felch. Oh, is it Felch? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's good. Ooh, that's close. That's close. <laughs> Filch is a squib, by the way, Oodles. A squib what the hell is a squib? So there's another one for you. A squib is someone born into a magical family who possesses no magical powers. Oh, so it's like his mum and a wizard, but he's not? Yeah. Oh, that's awful. Oh, poor bugger. I feel sorry for him is. now. You want to say that again? You would think that would be more common than it actually is, given the amount of wizards they are. There are. I bet it be is. We just don't see it because we're just we're just in the little circle of that school. I bet, I bet, yeah. I bet. Oh, that's why. Imagine. That's why it's a bit of a, a miserable, like nasty bastard. It's sad, isn't it? Yeah. But I bet there's like like squib support groups and everything. <laughs> and I'm like, it's not our fault. We were born like this. You know what I mean? Oh, that's so fucking. I didn't know that. I don't mention that in this. I don't think it does anyway. I didn't notice. I mean, Dumbledore's still giving him, giving him a job in the wizarding world, so... And he's got a cat. He's got a so cat, got a magical cat. Got a magical cat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With her red eyes. But yeah, yeah I, I believe in the book, what Harry hears is he hears Quirrell saying, I don't, don't make me do it. I don't want to do it again. And then he's like, okay, fine, I'll do it. And then Harry goes to invest... Like When Quirrell walks out the room, Harry goes to look in to see who he's talking to. And he sees a door at the other end open and he assumes that it's Snape. But he's talking to himself on the back of his head. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Spider alert. <laughs> yeah. But I think they changed it up a bit here. So it's trying to make you think that Snape is definitely the film is doing he a were bullying be- him. better job of making it like Snape is in charge he's and, a baddie. And, yeah. and a baddie and, and he's after it. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, so we do yeah. go to Agri. We do go to Agri, yeah, and he's actually a dragon, cause... and they're getting trouble. Yeah, because Hermione figures out about the fl- who fl- Flamel is, yeah. what the stone is. They go to yeah. Hagrid, tell him we know, we know about the Philosopher's Stone. Yeah, it's got a dragon. Malfoy sees the dragon, so they have to go into the forest. So it's a weird punishment, but I do love this bit where <laughs> McGonagall's like forest. <laughs> McGonagall's like you four, and he's like, "Excuse me, Professor, yeah. did I did I hear you write that?" Was four, yeah. and she's like, yeah, "Yeah, you were out of bed as well." Yeah, you little <laughs> snitch. Yeah, I like that. Ne- 
Is she? Neville she's the boss is also of Gryffindor as well, isn't she? She's yeah. the head head adult Gryffindor. Yeah, which is why it's really harsh when she takes like fifty points off mm. each of them. Also, going yeah, back to I the don't troll as well, cares. those three, or just Ron and um, Harry, really beat that troll, and she only gave them five points each. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just a troll, though. She's yeah. so yeah. strict. Can kill Level she's one. Like, she, just, she doesn't give the points out, but she'll take them away. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, right, this moment is when my kids start getting, my, my youngest daughter start getting a bit scared because there's a fucking, like, creature, and I'm assuming it was... Now I know. I think it's Quirrell Vault slash Voldemort eating a unicorn. Mm. Yeah. yeah, It's fucking horrendous. So can we just talk about this? That their detention is to go off into the Forbidden Forest (laughs) by themselves with Hagrid, who's not allowed to do magic. Yeah, because he's bad. To find something that's killed a unicorn. Yeah! (laughs) What? They know when Which is like... Which... They don't... Yeah, they don't... They can't even make feathers float at this point. (laughs) It's such a dangerous thing to do. And then there's centaurs as well. Yeah. Like big, like daddies, aren't they? Kind of the daddies, them centaurs. Yeah. So this, this also misses a bit out as well. In the book, there's a bit of a to-do with other centaurs. They get mm. they start having a, a Barney with each other because they're like, we shouldn't get involved in human things. There's a lot of but centaur the, lore that gets missed out throughout the whole that series. That centaur things, in yeah. this says, yeah, what that creature that's just, he's done... Two two of the worst possible things you can possibly do is one kill a unicorn and two drink from its blood. Yeah, that's that's for, super forbidden. That is the worst of the worst, especially to magical creatures. It's like unforgivable, isn't it? Yeah. And so, so whatever that in my head, I was like, "What the fuck is that?" Yeah. I just, another at that moment. Just so you know, another scene that Neville was meant to be in. Oh, why are they cutting my boy out? <laughs> He's my boy. I love him. He's meant to be in the forest with him. But that would have made it. It would have given it more levity. I think it would have made it made it a better scene. Oh, never Maybe. Mind. Anyway, they kind of figure out what's going on. That yeah. So they have to because um... it, it hurts him as well when he sees that thing, doesn't it? Yes. Again. So they go to McGonagall, who tells them. Oh, I thought it was, I thought it was Snape. I thought it was Snape doing that. Sorry, by the way, eating the unicorn. Yeah, it makes sense at the time. I was like, fucking Snape, look at him. Alan Rickman's eating a unicorn. <laughs> it's wearing a black cloak. Snape wears yeah. black all the time. I thought it were him. Perfectly really? reasonable why you'd think it was Snape. Mm. So yeah, they're going to McGonagall. She tells them Dumbledore's gone away to the Ministry for an ur- he's had an urgent message from them. Yeah. Um, so they're like, right, well, we've got to do it then if Dumbledore's not here. Because yeah. McGonagall won't believe them that they've figured out how to get past Fluffy. Because yeah. Hagrid, Hagrid obviously let slip that he, he yeah. told someone how to get past Fluffy. So they go off uh, that night to try and get past Fluffy. As they do, there's a harp playing. Again, keep another them, slight little tweak in the from the book here is that the harp was there when they get there. It's not playing. So they have to play flute to put him to, to get, sleep. To put him to sleep. Yeah. So it's, it, it's, it's slight deviation, but yeah, I get but it. it doesn't really make it doesn't really matter. Th- from this moment on, the film just goes straight straight to the ending. Yeah. set piece, set piece, set piece, ending, ending, ending. It's really so, cool. Good pace. Yeah, so there's a number of challenges now. So each teacher is kind of given a um, put a challenge in the. Yeah, they've set one up. Do you know we've missed a whole part out, and I apologise. We're just going to quickly skip back when Harry discovers the mirror. Oh yeah. <gasps> Shit! Yeah, massive. Apologise for that. It's really hard to keep track of everything that happens in these yeah. films. 
I did so, put that in my notes as well, the mirror, and yeah. 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 Um, so Harry, when he discovers the mirror of Erised. Yes. Do you know what I mean? What that is? Erised, no. Say it backwards. Let me write it down. Erised. When you figure that out. So and what the mirror does is it shows you your deepest, darkest... Desire. Desire. Yeah. <laughs> Yes! I'm in. Harry sees his his parents. In the book, yeah. he sees more than his parents. He sees his whole extended family. Oh, doesn't uh, he break your heart when he sees his mum and dad? His mum and dad look like yeah. him loads. They asked, um, <laughs> Especially his dad. They asked the author to be um, his mum in the film as well, and she was like, no, <gasps> I'm not really an actor. <laughs> they didn't do much, though, did they? No, they just stood there. But you can tell so much. As soon as I saw him, like that's his mum and dad. And then I, again, I got a bit choked up. He's good as Daniel Radcliffe, and he? he's a good little actor. He knows how to portray sadness. I don't know what they did before. Yeah. Action probably give me a dead arm. <laughs> <laughs> but he he obviously shows Ron, and Ron sees a different thing. Ron sees himself being the head boy and winning the Quidditch Cup, and it's completely <laughs> different. And then later on, Dumbledore explains to him what it is, and. It doesn't do well to look on these, you know, to yeah, people you go mad. Minds. Yeah, like trying to get what they want from the from the mirror. It it just shows you what you want. It doesn't give you what you want. It doesn't give you it. Yeah, I wonder what mine would be just a pile of money. <laughs> <laughs> but you'd never have it. I'd never have point. it. Yeah. Oh, it's just, so good. Clever. Yeah. So wind back up. Yeah, forward. set piece, set piece, set piece. Set we're piece. going down to so the, 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 so the we have challenges. So the devil's I, snare. I, yeah, I love this. Mm. Yeah, it. I'm, I'm going to keep doing this. I apologize, but different. Keep doing a slight it. deviation. In that, they just set it on fire. That makes more sense. Yeah, <laughs> and Maya just sets it on fire. <laughs> yeah, infernum. Yeah, oh. and then they do the same set piece with the keys. So that the keys is the same one. Set but it on fire. Yeah, but there's also <laughs> there is um we then have the uh chess match. Chess match, yeah. I love this bit. Yeah, so I really like this. And it's obviously set up Ron in the film that really Ron's good at chess. Really good at chess, yeah. Yeah. It's set up that he's really good at chess, so it makes sense. It's kidding he, no, he also gives them a tactician's mind, so it's not just bloody hell Harry. He's He's someone else. He's got. He's he's a thinker. Unlike Harry, is the action. So they've well, got. Oh, they've the, all got that. It's, it's a great dynamic. That's the whole point. Like Hermione figures out the snare. Yeah. Harry uses his skill to get the key. Mm. Ron yeah. uses his brain to to defeat the. the... It's a proper RPG, isn't it? It's a yeah. proper like you've got your types and it's. it's and he really knows good. that he has to sacrifice himself. Yep. And yep. I like the little what like this isn't in the book, but I do like that little bit here where Hermione goes to to save Ron and Harry's like, no. Yeah. Like if you yeah. move, that's that's a that's a move. It's a yeah. Nice little touch that. Also, I loved it. I was so, is, so tense. This isn't anything to do with the story, but in that scene, Hermione looks so tiny and young it's like with the little boots on. They all do. I yeah. know, she looks so cute. But there's also like... a bit where um when Ron falls to the floor, a bit of the set obviously like hits him in the face because he yeah, can it see does. him. <laughs> There's also, I, I noticed this is going way back to the beginning. Oh, shit. There's also a security camera on platform nine and three quarters. It just, is there? Yeah, it just stood out to me last time I watched it. <laughs> they can't see, it's fine. <laughs> it's magic. Magic no one can see. I yeah. love it. So, what happens now 
is that they leave Ron. Yep. This is in the book, and there's mm-hmm. another trial. Oh. Which is the potions one, and this is a, it's it's a trial of logic, and it seems really simple. And Hermione just laughs, and she's like, "Of course." And Harry's like, "What?" She says, "Wizards don't think logically." Like ah, this would literally they think we're riddles. This, yeah, like they they would literally struggle with this. They aren't logical people. Like the common sense tests where people yeah. think it must they must be tricking me. No, yeah. it's just yeah. logic. It is literally just uh, this bottle is next to this one, and this one is this one. And she's like, yeah. and they're surrounded by flames. And she's like, right, there's two bottles. I'll drink this one and go back and get Ron and go and get Dumbledore and the teachers. Yeah. You drink this, and Harry's like, I'll drink this one and carry on. Yeah, Obviously, okay. they miss that out here. But... Yeah, because he just ends up, ends up going on his own, and yeah, I thought this is where Snape's going to be. Uh-uh, no Snape. Nope. Comes it's to the end. Dick Turpin, or whatever he's called. It's Professor Quirrell. That's the guy. And he's like, <sighs> yeah, who would, he's like, who would suspect poor Professor Quirrell? Like, he was acting, wasn't he? That's not, he don't have a stutter, and his demeanour changes massively. And we find out that he's got Voldemort stuck to the back of his head. Mate, that's frightened the shit out of me. He pulls it. I'm like, what's he going to do? What's he going to He's going to reveal he's got like blonde hair or something. Is he going to be one of these? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then, and then behind his head is Quato from Total Recall. <laughs> Quaid. Quaid. Open your mind. <laughs> and like, I know that Rafe finds his Voldemort. Right? I just know that. That doesn't seem like Rafe Fiennes to me. Oh, it wasn't cast at that point. Yeah, that point. I'm going to say, I was like, oh, is this? That was like, you know how like Thanos at the end of Avengers was just a big yes. purple CGI man? Yeah. 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 Because they hadn't cast Josh Brolin at that point. It's the same here. The design <laughs> is all Fiennes. different. It's still a cool moment, though. It's like, yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was like, how is he going to get out of there? Because he's doing flames. Like, you know what I mean? He's doing loads of stuff. and They can't figure I, out I how to get, get the stone from the... The mirror. Yes, the mirror of desire. Yeah, the mirror will only give you what you don't want to use. So Harry doesn't want the stone oh. for himself. He wants it to keep it away from them. And that's how it, it ends up in his pocket. Yeah, that makes so much sense. But we also missed one of the um, bait and switches when you said oh, you thought it was Snape. Going back to the troll as well, you see Snape come into the, um, the girls' toilets and he's got a cut leg, so they assume... That he's released the troll. Oh, Mate, yeah. I, 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 I completely. I still don't trust Snape. I don't trust him. Yeah, because he, because when the when that happens, when he's like troll in the dungeon, Snape sneak, sneaks out the back door, doesn't he? Mm. And yeah. they they assume that he's hurt himself trying to get past Fluffy. Yeah. Yes, yes, to do. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> I have to make more notes for next time. I do. I do. I. 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 St- at this moment, There's so like much going talk. off in it. That you I was say. talking to my. I was talking to my. <laughs> talking to my kid. Uh, my youngest and I was like, "How how are they going to get out of this?" And and she's like, "I don't know." <laughs> and I don't, it's not anticlimactic. It's 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 strange what happened. I mean, you can explain it in better details, and I don't get a full explanation yet. And I'm assuming I'm going to get an explanation further down the lines in the film. But it's weird how because he ultimately kills him by touching him, doesn't it? But he doesn't. Does anyone notice this? I, I, that's what I assume. That's what Quirrell happened. grabs Harry by the yeah. throat. Yeah. So he's. It doesn't make. He's any already sense. touched him. He's, he's already, already touched, touched him. him. So why is it when Harry touches him that that's when he starts to burn? He touches his face, doesn't he? If well, he's already it's... touching Harry. 
Maybe it's because Voldemort's kind of taking the reins at this point. Or maybe it's intent. It's intent. Harry were pushing him away, like stopping him. Maybe. But it's still a cool moment. Like he turns to stand and like, yeah. but, but, and then the spirit of, I'm assuming Voldemort, goes straight through Harry as well and knocks the fuck out of him. Right. So, remember earlier when I said how in the book Quirrell shook his hand and how it yeah. made sense? And I made a note about that. Why didn't he die then? Because Voldemort in the book says something like, um, the unicorn blood could only sustain me slightly and I had to do, I had to take on other means, which makes it seem like at that point he didn't... He wasn't him. Quirrell didn't have him attached to his head. He was just helping yeah, yeah. him. And then between that point and this, this he end no point, choice. he had no choice but to take so on... So Quirrell was still a baddie, but he didn't have him yeah. on, on his head. And then... So that makes that's what happens in the book, and here it's just he never touches him, like he, he flinches in the in the leaky cauldron. Yeah, it's a lot of nuance to it. It's cool. Yeah, again, that doesn't happen in the book either. So the Voldemort ghost thing doesn't happen. Right. Dumbledore pulls Quirrell off Harry. Oh, so he turns up earlier. Dumbledore gets there right at the end, just as Quirrell's right. like about to kill. Like Harry does the same thing. Yeah, with yeah, his yeah. Hands. But because he's expelling so much energy, he's basically carries about to kill himself without even realizing. Because yeah, he's not even realized what yeah, he's doing. And Dumbledore pulls him off, and then Harry faints and ends up wakes up in the hospital wing, and then we get the same scenes like we do in the film with Dumbledore yeah, yeah. talking to him, explaining what happened. I do I do like the exposition you get. Yeah. Because I was like I was like, what the fuck's going on? And then Dumbledore just goes, I'll tell you what's happened. Mm. <laughs> I'll tell you what's happened. I'm like, oh thank God. Yeah. But yeah. So he Dumbledore fills him in on a few things, has yep. himself like sneaks one of his every flavour bean. Alas. Yeah. Alas. Earwax. Earwax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he's wanted that for years. <laughs> like it's, I've been waiting for an earwax one. It's for his favourite flavour. No, <laughs> it's, because, it's because he ate one. He said he had one that was like a vomit flavoured one. Vomit. Yeah. And yeah. then this time yeah. he's like, so he tries it again. And oh, he Dumbledore yeah. actually like prefers muggle sweets. Does he? Like a yeah. Snickers? In the, he likes sherbet lemons. Sherbet lemons are badass. Like. Yeah. I bet he, he like off- a bueno as well. He offers McGonagall a sherbet lemon at the start of the book. Ah, she's like, I'm not touching that shit. Yeah, yeah basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, it's so normal. I bet he's got <laughs> it a pocket doesn't full of around in my ears. Yeah. yeah. And then we just kind of wrap, wrap up, don't we? So he meets yeah. um, Hermione and Ron. Everyone's like, yeah, I'm all right. You're all right. Yeah, I'm all right. Never better. Um, I think they've solidified the friendship from adventure as well yeah. and adversity. Do you know what big shock happened to me at the end of this? He had to go home. I thought mm. it was proper boarding school where you stay there. No, Shame he's not going it. home. Not really. <laughs> yes! Yes! You did it! You said it! Oh, guys, yeah. So that is, again, slightly different. And I think the film does a much better job. Ah. So, you know, I said that there's certain things that I think the film does better. I think the ending is better. Because, you know, Hagrid does give him a book with family photos in. Yep. Uh, but he never says anything about, you know, you can always threaten your cousin with magic. And he's like, you know, we can't do magic. He goes, yeah, he doesn't know that. So in the end of the oh. book, they get back to nine and three quarters. The, the, scares the, him. The Dursleys pick him up. And Harry's like, he says, they don't know I can't use magic. Because Ron's like, oh, you, I'm sorry you're going to have such a rubbish time. He said, no, yeah. said, they don't know I can't use magic at home. I'm going to have a lot of fun mm. with Dudley this summer. And that's how oh. it ends. That's, no, I don't like that. That's sinister. 
<laughs> I like I prefer the ending with him just like I'm not going home, not really, and then just mm. waving and then doom, doom, da, doom, doom, yeah. doom, doom, doom. Oh, it's so good. And that's that is yeah. the end. That is Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. My first ever Harry Potter film. Let's chat about what we think. I think out of think? I'm gonna find out again because it's been a while since I watched all mm. of them, but I think out of all the films, this is probably my favourite, possibly purely because it's the one I've seen the most. But it's also my Christmas watch as well. Such a Christmas film for me. Mm-hmm. But it's, I wouldn't say it's necessarily it a Christmas my favorite. moment in it. That's why. Yeah. I wouldn't say that it's necessarily my favorite book, but out of the series. Um, but it's the one that gets you in. It, it, the magic the thing feels is, real. It it's, draws you in. It draws you in. You're so full of wonder. You're learning about all this magic the same time as Harry is. And it's an hour before you actually get to the score. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it explains what I, I think it's. It's obviously my favorite Harry Potter film, but it's the only one I've ever watched. <laughs> I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't. Not to stamp on you at all. There, I wasn't expecting it to be this good. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, genuinely wasn't expecting because a few people I've told people I'm doing this and like, oh, first one's so childish. That's what I liked about it. It is, but it's. I mean, it is a child's film. They get the they the, the, the books and the films get darker <laughs> as. They go. Oh, do they? So it was the same with the books. So if you were 11 years old when you first first started reading it, which I think I was, it just, mm. um, you grow up with the books. You grow up with the films. It reminds me of, if, if that's if that's what's going to happen, it reminds me of what like the difference between The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. The Hobbit is a kid's book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings, same universe, same world, but for adults. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Certainly, the, yeah, certainly I mean, the last one's a lot more adult. All right. Okay. I loved it. I think I think it's fantastic. I think it's going to take a lot to beat that. Personally, it's. I'll be honest. It's low down on my list. Really? Is it? Really? That must mean that the next films are fucking brilliant. I do think there's better films. I think there are better films in the series. And when I read this to Amelia, and then we watched the film straight after, I was a bit you think like. The book were better? Mm, like I struggled a little bit, but then I've, when I rewatched it this week, I've even after listening to it, I appreciated it a lot more. I don't know what it was. Did, did you ever have in your mind that you knew that I were watching it for the first time? No, I, I don't hate it. I think it's like a perfectly good three out of five star film. I just there's things that niggle at me, and I think CGI is bad, but you got to just put that down to the time of when it came out. Two thousand one. Yeah, and. I struggle with some of the kid actors. I was about to say that, yeah, it does. I mean, again, something that does get what that does get better. But yeah, yeah, the first couple of films, especially the first one. Do you know what I found e- that eased me into that as well? The fact that I was sat with both my children watching this for the first time, all three of us, and and my wife just and, and our chair opposite us, are smiling away watching us watch it. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's what boosted it a little bit. It's like she's watched that. She was. Way younger than eleven when that film came out, you know what I mean? And it's just, I know there's something magical about it. And again, pun intended, massively. If what Stiggs just said then has made me really optimistic, optimistic about this podcast series, because if there's better, better than that, that's fun. Yeah. Me and Stig quite, we, we we quite sync we as film taste and as film loves. We're very very on par with a lot of them. So I'm stupidly excited to watch the next one, which is looking at this, the Chamber of. Secrets. 
Yes, Chamber of Secrets is the next one. But yeah, it's just yeah. There's some of the the adults are all amazing because they are they already are like Richard Harris is sensational. Yeah, and they all they're all perfectly cast. Like I genuinely look at their cast the way they cast those adults and just think, yeah, yeah, spot on. Robbie Coltrane is perfect as well. The Dursleys are brilliant to hate. Yeah, but the kids just. There's a bit too much overacting, and I know they're Bloody young. Bloody hell, Harry! Yeah, I mean Rupert Grint <laughs> is the best one out of the lot, but like um, Emma Watson, like everything she says, yeah. it's really enunciated, and her mouth moves massive. And, and, her and Harry, yeah. yeah, and Harry when he's like just little bits, like he's like, "Are you telling me that that yeah. thing, that thing that drank the unicorn blood?" That was Voldemort. I'm like, yeah. it's so yeah, I know, wooden. I know what you mean. And, and I struggle I to get past that because I've watched things in the last several years where child actors have been phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, that, that is a difference. Even Macaulay Culkin's way better than these. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. Um, and so they do get better, but I just there are other things like that that I struggle with. That's just... Yeah. I get it. I get, but again, it makes me excited because if you think things are way better as well, I'm like, oh, is this shit? Because I'm in now. I am in like Flynn. I, this world, it's simpler to grasp than I thought it were going to be. Yeah. Um, like, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, I don't like there's too many characters. I want more characters. I want to deep dive into these characters. I want to see this law. I want to see this background. I want to know what's happening next. I want to. I, I even want to see what Ari does over summer before <laughs> he goes back to school. Is he going to scare his, his cousin? You get that with a few things. Yeah. And I want to see him getting back on the train and, and going, this time knowing how to go for the fucking platform. Because yeah. like, I'm an expert now. I'm going straight for the train. <laughs> Let's go. I'm not buying hot frogs this time because I felt a bit travel sick last time when I ate all that food. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I want to see this. I want to see them like welcoming the new year sevens or whatever year they are. You know what I mean? The, the, the first years. Welcoming them that that because they've already done that fully and they've had a year and a mental year and how are they going to have another mental year again because they're not, they're not going to just have a normal year I can promise you that much. <laughs> Do you think that after you've watched all the films you're going to be tempted to listen to the audiobooks or read the books? I've already bought. Them. Nice. <laughs> I think you'll get so, a lot more out once you've seen the films. I think you'll I got get a lot every more single out one. I got every single one. Not uh, not audiobook, just books. Every single one on my Kindle. Every single Harry Potter, including including like loads of random spin-offs and mm-hmm. work for twenty quid, all of them. Oh, that's a bargain. Oh, I'm excited that is a to read them. Fucking steal that, isn't it? And I... I'll, I'll demolish them. I've seen I've seen how many pages some of them have got. Like later, I'm a like, whoa. Yeah, the fifth book is huge. Um, yeah. one piece of trivia which I forgot to mention earlier, but I want to tell you specifically: when they meet nearly headless Nick. Mm. played by John Cleese, we see yes. ghosts coming into the castle. The so you see the fat friar, um, you see a load of other, uh, you see Nearly Headless Nick, you see the bloody baron, and you see a load of other ghosts that actually don't exist in the book. There's mm. one ghost they missed out, which, and you'll have met him in the game, Pe- oh. Peeves. Is it uh, Peeves? Yeah. yeah. Peeves has oh, missed I out. I think he'd come on... He- Peeves is meant to be played by Rick Mail. Mm-hmm. Fuck off! What? Why would you waste that? Exactly. Oh my god! Even in the game, he's quite Rick Mail esque. Yeah, and they did. It's a, a bit like Drop Dead Fred, isn't it? They never used him. 
Why would you do that? No idea, but... It's yeah, a, it, it is a shame, a isn't it, shame. that Peeves isn't in it at all? Yeah. What, a bit of a... It, did he survive the actual all the films coming out? He did, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's still alive, yeah. Oh, that'd have been a right legacy. But even, like, just in the first film, like, so... Yeah, just a little... I didn't realise I didn't realise something... Because, yeah, why wouldn't the ghosts that were there 200 years ago still be at the school? Because the ghosts... Oh, that's fucking... I thought I'd just see these other ghosts. Because, yeah, nearly headless Nick. Is he the mascot of their group or something there? Yeah. Gryffindor? That's why yeah, we get each tower kind of has their own ghost. Like, yeah. puff, fat fries. Yeah, puff, I had a sliver, in, in, in the game, I had a slivering ghost. I can't remember what it was. The Bloody Baron. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yeah. And is, is Hell on the Ravenclaw the actual ghost for Ravenclaw yeah, or not? I think so. Bloody Baron, right. Fat Friar. Fat um, Friar. Nearly Headless Nick. Nearly Headless Nick. And then. I generally can't remember sometimes. Yeah. Which one's Rowena? I, do you know Ra- what? I, I, Rowena, I, I, Rowena Ravenclaw is the founder. So is I she think it's. the it ghost might... as well. I don't think you so. You guys going into spoilers here, yeah? It would know. We're not spoiling. You, you might want to have this discussion off air. Yeah. <laughs> Don't ruin this. Yeah, yeah. Helena Ravenclaw is the ghost. It's not a spoiler. It's just they're just the, they're just the ghosts of the houses. I, I, I do I, I do like that there's ghosts and stuff, and I like that. I'm I'm very interested in seeing what fucking Harry's gonna get next Christmas because Jesus Christ, he's already got an invisibility cloak. What tops that? <laughs> is he gonna get fucking Icarus wings? <laughs> That's after after getting the Nimbus two thousand as well. Got that as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's like bloody hell, Harry. That's the best one you can get. <laughs> it's like fucking hell. This kid, this kid. I like him. Worked I like out, him though. Worked I... out right for him, really, didn't it? Yeah, he only had to go for a decade of torture. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it's great. It's great. I mean, I'm, I'm, normally at this point we would rank him, wouldn't they? So for me, it's number one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you. I don't want to know your guys rank yet. No, but... we'll do that right. We'll do ours right at the end. We'll go through them all at the end. Yeah, I think it was a massive surprise. Uh, Chris Columbus knocked it out of the park with this. Um, obviously, I don't know how the how how good an adaptation it is. I don't know that yet, but I'm assuming it made money because. Uh, oh yeah, it made like it ten times done. its budget. Made over a billion. Yeah. It, it, it's it's pretty fearful adaptation. Because it's a small book. Is it? Is it a small book, this one? Yeah, things get changed the more it goes on when the books get bigger because you can't fit all of that into two and a half hours. But we'll discuss them when we get this, to them. Yeah, my plan this week is I, I'm going to watch Chamber of Secrets first on my own because I like to see if it's too scary for me. Little list. And then watch it with them closer to recording the next one. And it's just nice because... I don't feel like I'm gonna get spoiled on this because these are years old films now. Like, why would it just crop up in my life? You know what I mean? Why would it? Why would someone just? Sp- but I'm, I've, I've, I've muted a lot of stuff on Twitter and stuff yeah, like that. The algorithm just, might just get you. <laughs> yeah, it might get me because I've been talking about it and my phones are listening and stuff like that. I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I'm just, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it and like, you know, when uh, one little question about it, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, like. So the first film comes out, the second one. What's the year of the second one? Is it the year after? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So every book's a, every book's the next year. Right. Okay. Okay. And it was it a year in real life or a couple of years? How long did couple. you guys have to wait? 
year and the first few films are a year every it's one every year was it one every year yeah oh right okay okay that's and then, cool. and then that's when they cool. get bigger, it starts to the whole thing. You've got to, you've got to it, wait. <laughs> well, it's it's eight years in no seven years in eight films spread over ten years of filming and release. Wow! So, so yeah, someone so yeah. they crammed as much as they could in while the kids were the right, so they did, didn't get too old. That's what. I, that's the reason I asked. Like, are the kids going to outgrow? But the but if it's a year now, then it's going to be perfect, isn't it? It's going to be absolutely yeah. bang on. Wow! Mm. I'm I'm looking forward to it. And I'm glad we're doing this. It's really good. Yeah. And here we go. This is how we do a spoiler discussion and a, 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 a recap without being mean about the film. <laughs> <laughs> Gadget. So that's it. Our first Kenny Potter review. And I'm glad you enjoyed it. Kenny actual Potter. Yeah. I, I just, I just, yeah, I loved it. Um, Leviosa. Leviosa. <laughs> I love it. So as we said at the beginning of the episode, the first episode is free. You'll find it everywhere you can find podcasts normally. For any further episodes, we'll be releasing one a month for every book. Um, You can find us on Patreon. It's £5 a month plus VAT. That's it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See see you next time for Chamber of Secrets. I have to keep looking. (laughs) (laughs) Harry Potter and the Chamber of... The secret is it the secret? I can't Chamber see. Chamber of secrets. Chamber of secrets. Chamber of secrets. <laughs> Keep it secret. Keep it safe. Expectamus. Expecto Patreonum. Bye. Bye. Bloody hell, candy. Wait a minute. You understand, right, Harry? Once I make my move. Queen will take me. Then you're free to check the king. No. Ron, no! What is it? He's going to sacrifice himself. No, you can't! There must be another way! Do you want to stop Snape from getting that stone or not? Harry, it's you that has to go on. I know it. Not me, not Hermione, you. <laughs> <laughs>